Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Notre Dame fans. Whenever you are listening or watching the Mike Goolsby Show, if you're live with us, if you're watching a replay, if you're listening via podcast, just wanted to say thank you for tuning in to this week's show. November 26th, we are just off a Notre Dame 56-23 victory over the Stanford Cardinal. Um, Notre Dame wrapping up the regular season with a 9-3 record. Hope everyone is uh, doing well. Uh, and, and Goolsby, fill us in on how you're doing, my friend, the move and whatnot that we've been talking about for a few weeks. How's everything going? Well, this is how committed your boy is to the pod. So I'm in the middle, and I've been talking about it, forgive me, but like a couple weeks now. So we're finally moving into the new house like as we speak. So I hurried back to the old house, jumped in the shower. Here I am with you. So did get a chance, though, to watch the game twice. I heard... Um, 
Jagasaw got in. Okay. And I was like, oh, dude, I've got to go through this last kind of fourth fourth quarter with a fine tooth coat. Like, I want to see my boy Jagasaw. I'm starting up the bandwagon. You know, whoever it's the more the merrier. Jump on in terms of the Charles Jagasaw bandwagon. What position did he end up playing? I'd even. He was in at, uh, if you recall, we broke down his high school film. I, I figured he'd land at guard. So in this game, you got to see him at left guard. Okay. Yeah, I was prepping for the show. Uh, I, I didn't even notice that. And he, and he looked good, Charles Jagasaw, five-star freshman? He looked good, and he looked big. <laughs> so as as I like to say, it's like give me the biggest, best athlete as far as your linemen are concerned. And it's still very early, but he looks like he checks both of them boxes. Yeah, yeah. So um, Notre Dame uh, sloppy early and then blowout late. This is pretty much what Notre Dame has been all season against some of these bad teams. Mike, what did you think about the uh, was that 33-point win for the Irish? Yeah, you were hoping, especially at the end of the season, it's not that, you know, not that it's a bust, but you're not going to New Year's Six. You didn't make the Final Four or whatever. So the focus shifts towards the future in playing some of these – a Stanford-like team, a three and eight team. One of the big draws to the television screen, to the Pac-12 network. Your boy's bougie over here. I actually had it, Singer, so I didn't have to do the Fubo thing. <laughs> um, but that's what kind of brings you to the television is to watch some of these young players play. And it was like going into this game, it's like, man, let's just run up the score. Let's get Hartman out. Let's get Angeli in. Let's get these young players in. Right. So again, looking towards the future. So clunky start. It is the it is the case with this team, singer, as you said. Start slow against crappy teams and then just smoke them in the second half. It's just a boat race in the second half. And this is yet another example of that. My biggest takeaway, and it's just one of these things that you sort of sense, right? Sense difficult to put a finger on. Um but like this was the most comfortable, comfortable I think I've seen the team look and the most fun I feel like I've seen them have. And I don't know if you saw the clip, Mike, but you know, the trophy for this game is like a big glass bowl, right? Uh, crystal bowl. And Freeman was drinking a Gatorade out of the bowl and then he passed it to Joe Walt. And it's like, I love to see that. Um, and yeah, it just it just looked like Freeman is continuing to kind of get comfortable in his own skin on the sidelines picking his spots when to throttle kids, when to yell at them, when to pat them on the back, high five. But that was just my biggest takeaway was like, there's definitely, I love this. And look at Joe Alt's reaction to this, Mike, if you can see it. It's hard to believe that that young man's going to be a top 10 pick because he still looks like he's 14. I don't know if he's shaving yet, but watch this. He's like, oh, me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I love, I for whatever reason, I really love this. I loved it. And they're having fun. And again, I just think they're they're confident and it doesn't seem rehearsed. It doesn't seem like a like a put on. It seems like just genuine confidence and joy. And I think that's like a really, really gonna be a real fun momentum piece heading into almost like your first offseason and in, in, in heading into the bowl game. So that yeah. was just my biggest takeaway. And obviously. Yeah, we- uh, just thrilled for Audric Estime. Um, just th- thrilled for him. You know, it's like we talked about it in the offseason prior to this year. It's like, man, he had the potential to become kind of a star 
and for him to go out on top. And there's another clip I saw from Notre Dame media that, that Dan near Mike, they got more photographers on the sidelines than they do coaches. It's really <laughs> something, but there's a clip at the end and he's singing sweet Caroline Yeah, the crowd. And he's just like, I love Notre Dame. He's like, whatever he said, he's like, I'm a domer for life or something like that. And just good for him. Good for him. And it's also like, man, what could have been? <laughs> had we just, had we just taken this blueprint and really stuck with it in some of those tough games that we had where we end up on the losing end. But what are you going to do? Is, this is like the ultimate what could have been season, man. It's, uh, but nine, yeah, nine and three. Here we are, Mike, just another nine are. and three. Maybe get to 10 wins. Glass yeah. half full or glass half empty on it. You know, you know where I tend to be on it. Yeah, you're half full. And I mean, I had a little, you were, you were, unfortunately, you were part of a little back and forth with Tim Hyde and I last night. And it's like, we're both pushing each other's buttons. But uh, I, I see where he's coming from in terms of bringing in a transfer quarterback. And it was kind of a safety measure for, for Freeman. It's like, hopefully we get to the 10th win and you just keep building, man. You know, yeah. it's like, Everybody wants everything yesterday. They want everything to happen yesterday, but it's like you can see the athletes that are the young athletes that are getting sprinkled in. Coach Parker will continue to develop. I mean, the arrow's pointing up. Yeah, maybe it's not pointing straight up, but it's we're climbing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There was um, I was I was going through my phone, and um, I, I saw a picture that I'd screenshotted from a YouTube commenter and he said, and I think it was after the Clemson game. He's like, I'm done with this team. I'm, I'm not watching Notre Dame the rest of the season. And his name was very familiar. Cause I see, I've seen him in every show since. Um, so that, that's, that, that's, how, that's how it is, Mike. Uh, we're, we're very passionate about our Notre Dame football. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we, we rally behind the boys. Um, and, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, it's like, if you're looking for signs of progress, the game's, where in years past you'd see us stumble and lose to like, how the hell did you lose to, and this year would have been Louisville. And I think that's, I think that's going to be a learning experience for Freeman as a young coach, but the games where we're supposed to handle business, even if we come out and, you know, trip over our own shoelaces, like we have, it's like the talent wins out. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. The talent wins out and then you end up taking care of business. I got to um there I said this in my show last night but I know we probably have more people on tonight that did not tune in last night. The amount of people that texted me and tweeted at me when Steve Angeli threw an interception was ridiculous. Oh, I mean look at what? look at Kevin here. What did Goolsby text you singer when Angeli threw that horrible pick? How about you Hartman fanboys? Hartman's Ooh. thrown 7 of 8 of them this year and you guys continue to just love up on him every time he throws a pick. But Angeli throws – listen, if you're not going to give Angeli any credit for when he does anything well in those games, you know, at the end of these games, do, I don't want to hear your shit about, you know, him throwing a pick. God forbid there was some miscommunication. He, You know, he, he's thrown 50 passes – or 20 passes, 25 passes in his career. You guys, you guys got to give me a break. I can't oh, Singer, singer, buckle up, brother. Buckle hey, up. Uh, this is – the, the life that I've lived. So it's like, if you're going to go out on a limb and you got to respect it. And you were, you were at the front of the line in terms of the Angeli yeah, fan club. 
what? you were the founder and you go you were the founder going back to high school yep i mean you've been you've been in front of this for the longest time but when you put yourself in that position publicly Look, i get it i yeah. get it that, you know but just the the i mean this hold on like this is what a dumb comment i was team angelion turlet throw i mean it, it's just so stupid it's it it's one well, throw of garbage time, guys, and you're and you're, and you're losing your damn minds about it. Been, John Kennedy and I have been doing a pregame show just for fun, right? Almost like yes. a virtual tailgate. Yes, it's been fun, and I've always wanted to be a part of it. But you know, good to know. I'll write it down. Uh, that's the first I've heard this singer. To be fair, but um, it is, it is. Just, just so kidding. it's like. Even if you are Team Angeli, and maybe there's some people that have jumped j- jumped ship since that since that pick, but it's like none of these kids, whoever you see, even even a sixth year quarterback, they're gonna make mistakes. So it's like just take that into consideration. Like if you are Team Angeli and you think he's got what it takes to be the starting quarterback next year, good on you. But also realize that he's gonna have some hiccups, and it's just like. If, if something goes sideways for one pass, there's one errant pass, you can't say F that guy, play the next guy. And, and it's like, and the only other my only other thought in terms of the Angeli thing, they're like, okay, let's the narrative's kind of shifted, singer. Like, let's let's play somebody homegrown. Let's play our guys. Let's 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 develop a kid. It's and I'm sitting there listening. It's like, is there an echo in here? <laughs> but if you're gonna, which again, I fully support just in terms of building an actual program. Yeah. But if you're gonna go down that route, I would ask people to root for Angeli as much as you're rooting for Minchie. Yeah. I, I'm looking at them not the same, but I mean, in terms of like the category that they would slot into, they're both yeah. homegrown products. They've been in the program for a couple of years. Let's let this thing play out. Yeah. That's how I feel on November 26th. Yeah. And as much for people jumping off the bandwagon from one throw, I don't know how much you should have been jumping on it from the garbage time. Like they're they're nice little data points, all of it, but I mean well that yeah, and Singer, can I just add and I'm please. speaking for you here? I'm speaking please. for you, so forgive me. You are a fan of Steve Angeli and you're rooting for the kid. I don't think that I've ever heard Singer say he's the guy that's going to take us to a national championship. You haven't, you haven't made any of these like bold proclamations. It's just like, dude, given my, he's my choice. I, I support that kid yeah. for whatever reason. That's correct. And you don't have to explain that. Tim. But you might, you might have to 757 times over the next, you know, six months. Yeah. Tim's always texting us and, and it's like, singer, when are you going to put your money where your mouth is on the Angeli thing? Why don't you declare him as the starter for next year? And, I haven't done that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 re- I'm remaining kind of neutral on that. Um, uh, but what we shouldn't be neutral about, Mike, is our love for Home Field, um, because uh, it's been a a pretty awesome company for both of us to work with. The Collegiate uh, Clothing Line, based out of Indianapolis, and they're very and they're committed to uh, creating. Um, officially licensed uh, and comfortable clothing. Um, and they have some fantastic Notre Dame 
designs because they went back into the archives for those old school Notre Dame designs. And what they've created is very unique and thoughtful. Their designs are authentic and show that nostalgia of the Fighting Irish football program that you love so much. Um, and they actually have licenses to over 150 colleges. So if you're Christmas shopping, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that crap, um, go to homefieldapparel.com. Go ahead and get yourself a couple of Notre Dame shirts um, and then uh, get some stuff for your, you know, God forbid you have a, you know, a, a Michigan fan in your family or Ohio State or something. You know, they've I'm, I'm sure they've got, I mean, for folks watching on YouTube, I mean, look at the, the list of schools they have here. Uh, just absolutely loaded, and I'm sure you got some buddies, uh, family members, whatever it may be, ooh, fans of these schools. So um, stock up on home field. Go ahead and, and order those now. Get them in time for the holidays. Um, and I believe the Black Friday code um, is, uh, yeah, it's just use code Black Friday, 20% off. Let them know that Blue and Gold sent you in a review or, or whatever. That would be very helpful for us. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a site that's very easy to shop to find that perfect college gear. That you need to complete your game day outfits. Be prepared with homefieldapparel.com and um, use the promo code Black Friday. If you purchase something and it's not Black Friday time anymore, use the promo code BlueGold23. That'll get uh, 15% off your first purchase with Homefield. Um, yeah. Last thought. Yeah. If you buy it for a Notre Dame fan or for a college football fan in your life, I'm telling you, they'll be thrilled. They're, it's cool stuff, and it, and it fits, like, to size. It's, yeah. it's, it's just a tip out there. Like, it fits. If you're an XL, get an XL. If you're a yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, cool. Um, Other thoughts on the game, Mike? Um, I, I definitely want to touch more on – did you watch my show last night with Tim? I did, of course, man. I never sleep, dude. I'm always up late watching this stuff. I just want to make sure. So you heard my kind of discussion on how I'm glad that Estime kind of got his game, his due. Uh, I loved it. He got snubbed for the um, right, Mike, like his sending off kind of party there. Because I wouldn't expect him to play in the bowl game. Uh, I would imagine you would agree with me. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I, I love that he kind of got this like big, big outing here. That it was clearly in the game plan. Let's get him the ball. Um, and uh, yeah, I got snubbed for the uh, Doak Walker Award semifinalist list. That's insane. Um, you know, I'll pull up his individual stats in a moment. But uh, yeah, he had quite the well, season. I, yeah, I had a couple thoughts on that. I, I spoke about this elsewhere. Yeah. But it was like, for sure, dude, Estime got snubbed. For sure. Uh, but I think Tim Hyde mentioned that. Like, and I didn't know this. Um Reggie Brooks finished like fifth in the Heisman race and he wasn't a semifinalist or whatever for the same award as a tailback. So, but I'm sitting there going, of course, hundred percent Audric got snubbed, but on the same time, Maris Leofow semifinalist for the butt kiss. So my question is to you in the audience, do those two cancel one another out? 21 tackles, 21 tackles on the season. For Marist, you know, two and a half sacks. 21 per ESPN. I looked it up because I was like, how what's his year been like? No. 21 tackles. No way. I looked it on the ESPN app before though. This is before Stanford. It was 21 tackles. Cause I saw a little article and it might have been solo. Okay, solo, but still. Whatever. 39 total is not so 21 solo, 39 total. That's not very good. And then, I mean, imagine your JD Bertrand, right? Who's led, who's paced the team and tackles three years running. So it's just, you know, awards are awards. 
awards are awards. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's why I like to tell people in recruiting, like so and so wins X award. Like that doesn't mean like so and so should be ranked higher because it's just more media type people. You know, it's it's not like there's politics that go into these things. Like it for the for of these course, awards yeah. and my stuff. Like my state championship game, I won player of the game. I had like one tackle, but it was like you're Mike freaking Goolsby. Yeah, I was the big shot recruit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's absolutely true. Yeah, but ENC says, uh, "Wait, uh, Marist is a top linebacker in the country if the ranking included flow." Um, so there you go. He does have a beautiful head of hair. He's got steez, dude. Between that and the tat, like he's got steez, man. Yeah. And you know, again, he's an extremely violent player, very explosive player. He's fun to watch, just not as productive as you'd like. But uh, uh, yeah, back to back to estimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I help myself, but yeah, back to Audric. It was like he called his shot too. I think he's another one that gives you like really fun press clippings or really fun sound bites. But he was like, I'm going to make them feel me. This is me paraphrasing. I'm going to make them feel me. I'm going to do something legendary. And it's like he damn near did. You know, I mean, he almost broke the single game record. He's up there in terms of yards per season. And then I was thinking about remember Logan Diggs? Remember him, Mike? Mm hmm. Yeah. And I was like, what's Logan Diggs doing down there in the bayou? So Logan Diggs this year, and this is nothing against Logan Diggs, but this is this was our starter. So he's went 118 for 652, seven tutties on a 5.5 yard per carry average. Audric, big Drick, as the team calls him. Another great nickname, too. I don't think we did an, I don't think we did enough with Big Drick on our on our platform, saying we're swinging a miss on our part. Yeah. Audric, 210 for 100, excuse me, for 1341, 18 tutties, six and a half yards per carry average. And it's like, what could have been had this kid been your your bell cow throughout his entire time at Notre Dame? I mean, he's a great player. He's a great player. And that's a, kind of another draw to this game against a clearly inferior opponent. Uh, get to see the young guys play. It's the circle of life, singer. Cue the music. It's the circle of life. The circle of life. Nice. I see. I, I you're not a big movie guy, but you have seen The Lion King. Um, I can confirm nor deny. You know how I am on that now, Mike. Um, <laughs> but uh, like, you get to see the young kids play, and then you're ushering out a couple stars like Joe Alt he he shouldn't play in the bowl game but like he's been a great player for us Audric shouldn't play in the bowl game he's been a great player for us so it's like that's the last time folks that you'll see those guys wearing the golden dome yeah yeah um want to get to super chats in a moment Trey Poole see your $20 super chat thank you very much if you have a comment drop it now um in terms of like who you would like to see in the bowl game, some of these like fringe guys, maybe who would you like to see? Who would you not want to see in the bowl game? Like, of course, we all want to see everyone in the bowl game, but like we would probably think, yeah, estimation and play all probably shouldn't play. Well, what do you mean um, when you say fringe? What do you mean? Just be like, yeah, like are they going to the league or not? Or yeah, like is 
like a like a Cam Hart. Do you think Cam Hart should play in the bowl game or an Xavier Watts? Like, because a bowl game now, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, if you're, if you're like a draft pick, it's kind of like iffy, right? Well, um, these guys are yet to Cam Hart's gone, right? He has no he has no eligibility, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone, but like, would so, he yeah, I, mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, perfect, dude, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cam Hart's been a good player. I've just never been like as big of a fan of his. I just haven't. Um, for whatever reason, it's just me being an asshole. But yeah, Hart, <laughs> I don't care if I don't care if he plays. And Hart is a guy that we already know runs well. Like he's made that freak list. And Cam Hart is the type of guy if he takes that extra month to heal and to train. And they, these when they go to these combine camps. I mean, they, they're taking your blood. I mean, they're getting you dialed in. So, like, a Cam Hart could shave a tenth off of his 40 and make himself a ton of money. Yeah. And it's like, go do that. Go get that extra month in of training versus practicing for a bowl game. Xavier Watts, you brought up, Mike. Preseason preview show. I talked about, I hope – that Xavier Watts has the type of season that allows him to leave. And anybody that sniffed the NFL like myself, anybody would tell him, any ex-player that's, again, sniffed the league, had a long NFL career, anybody would tell you, go, leave. And I I won't hold it against the guy. Kyle Hamilton didn't play the last seven games of his Notre Dame. Dude, he barely played his last year. Because it was like he was, you know, going to be a, a first round pick, and it's, and you look at Xavier's background and what his family's went through and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Xavier, love you. Go get your money, please. Go get your money, and you're never going to have. It's going to be incredibly difficult. <laughs> I shouldn't say never, but incredibly difficult to replicate. Your star's never going to be as bright as it is coming off the season that you had. So capitalize on it. Yeah. Off the top of my head. I don't know who else. Yeah. Fisher's I mean, gonna be an interesting one. I'm sorry, who? Blake Fisher. Him, Mills, Cross. We're all, I don't know. Interested to see what, I mean, yeah. All these guys in their futures. Um, yeah. Yeah. If I'm, if, Mills, who I'm not sure because Mills has moved around a lot. I mean, he's continued to put weight on. Yeah, you know, he was an end last year. Now he's like a true three. So you could say there's probably room for improvement there. Not not knocking his play this year. He's another one of my favorites. But like Cross, go. Like again, you, you've been incredibly productive. I think he's second on the team in tackles. Your star is never going to be as bright as it is now. Go. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Fisher, Fisher, I don't think – had Fisher – and he's another one. He's gone through some things. Lost some weight this year, right? Um, came in as a true freshman, got thrust into action, got hurt. I didn't feel like Blake was ever really in shape. I think this year he got into shape. He lost weight. Uh, but if Blake hadn't been a five-star Mike, I don't know if fans would look at him the way that they do. I think the the expectation for him was so lofty because of that five-star rating. And he's been a good player. I still think that there's room for, for improvement there. 
Um, and then, yeah, the linebackers should all – I think the linebackers should all play in the game. Um, but Oh, those guys will. Yeah. Those guys will. In, in Kaiser, you mentioned linebackers just were bouncing around here. Yeah. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be darned, dude, if Jack Kaiser just doesn't make plays, man. Yeah, you know, he's he's here's a layup for you, singer. He's gotten his hands on more balls mm. in terms of like that that crew of three between JD yeah. and there. I mean, he's just and he plays like the most limited stab snaps. He's the most productive. I think he has eligibility. I get lost with this COVID year. Me too. <laughs> yeah, and the way they like the way they define it on the internet, it, it confuses my pea brain, but. I'd, I'd like to see more of Kaiser. And I think that Kaiser's owed a chance to become the man, be a captain. I just, he's he seems to be the, the fastest. Reports are he's the fastest. You know, he's, he's smart. I think he can probably put on five pounds, you know, and be a true inside linebacker. So that's, that's what I'd like to see back. Uh, but yeah, that'll I guess that'll play itself out in the coming weeks. Yeah, I'm sure there's others we could talk about oh, here. Tyree, but... Tyree's another one. Tyree, Tyree, no brainer. God, he been good, man. He, dude, those two little outs he had. I think he he's playing the bowl game. Come back next year, dude. I, I really think he should. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's so funny. I mean, our our two best wide receivers, arguably, are and I I can't believe. Kudos to Chris Tyree. I can't believe. And he he is the guy that Sam seems to trust the most. Yeah. But like, I mean, in Faison. I mean, Faison, I'm just telling for these guys to run routes. Another fun thing about this game was just, yeah, I'm talking about Kaiser making a play. Jean Jean Baptiste been a tremendous player for him. He might get my vote. I mean, Watts is probably gonna run away with the defensive MVP. But outside, it's like it's either Watts, it's Mills, excuse me, it's Watts, it's Cross, or it's JJB. I mean, JJB has been He's jumped off the screen all year, so it's fun to see him make a play. Dude, Tobias Merriweather made a play, man. He did. It was a nice so that snag. was exciting to see. That was like – that was – and I'm just talking about the team being comfortable, not playing up tight, having fun. Like you watched him snag that like like it was just second nature. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he didn't have time to think. You feel me on that? Yeah, who does the receiver room lose? You know, like we'll see on – We'll see on Colsey, Salerno's gone. Otherwise, dude, it's a young room. You're starting to feel a little good about that room, Mike. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Don't put me on the spot just yet. Okay. All right. 
Because sometimes, you know, I, I don't want to give an opinion just yet. I, let me let me let me sleep on it. And then just other thoughts on the game, Mike, if if I may. Yeah. Um, I love Ashton Craig. Yeah. Bigger body, Zeke. Love you. You've been a great kid, great for the program, but he's just he's just too small, dude. I mean, if we're trying to make a playoff, trying to beat these SEC type teams, uh, Zeke's just too small. He just is. Um, and then the other, only other kind of trying to find an angle here, the tight end position. What this season has looked like, you 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 lose a star in Mayor. And then it's like, next man up, you could switch their jersey numbers. Mitch Evans looks exactly like Michael Mayer, more or less, probably a little bit longer, but looks, runs routes just like him. He gets hurt, next man up, stays. He gets banged up for this game with a shoulder. And then who's who comes back? It's like you lose Mitch to a knee. Who comes back from a knee? Who's closing out the season? It's Eli Raritan. Yeah. And it's just, that's been interesting, just that whole how that thing's evolved, how that position's evolved as we've gone through the year. Yeah, just reloading yeah. there for sure. Uh, we're going to go to Super Chats. Uh, first, we're going to hear from our sponsor, Barb Stevenson. So, folks, if you are looking for that perfect holiday gift for the Notre Dame fan in your life or maybe even yourself, then Barb Stevenson art is uh, what you're going to want to need to learn about the premier destination for stunning pen and ink limited edition prints of the University of Notre Dame, South Bend's own award-winning artist, Barb Stevenson, skillfully captures the essence and beauty of Notre Dame's campus through her intricate pen and ink prints, which she meticulously enhances with hand-painted metallic gold accents, making each print unique and one-of-a-kind. Um, so, folks, this, again, some of these advertisers we have are absolutely perfect for this time of the year because uh, Barb Stevenson art, you're, you're definitely going to want to pick up um, or at very least consider um, for some holiday shopping. So for folks watching on YouTube, um, you know, you can see this. Um, this is the Notre Dame collage iconic tree on the screen. Uh, for folks listening via podcast, you have the three uh, beloved buildings of campus. You have the Basilica, the Golden Dome, and the Touchdown Jesus. Well, I should say three of the most beloved. Uh, and the second print here, uh, you have the Notre Dame Grotto, Spiritual Moments, which depicts one of the most quiet and serene places on campus, a very popular spot for prayer and meditation, as well as weddings, proposals, and visitors on football weekends. And then wrapping up, you have the uh, Notre Dame Golden Dome, pretty self-explanatory, uh, another iconic spot of campus. And then the fourth one, you have the shining view of the Golden Dome. Uh, and there's more prints on her website, which is barbstevenson.com, B A R B. S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-O-N.com, or you can give her a call, 574-210-8388. Order now for the holidays and receive free shipping anywhere in the continental United States. Again, barbstevens.com, 574-210-8388. Mike, you ever spent, spent some time at the Grotto when you are at Notre Dame? Um, yeah. yeah, and I can recall... I was in Boston for some schooling, for some training, and I was driving back, and I was at a weird spot in my life, and I needed to pray, and mm -hmm. damn it if I didn't make a, a side exit, what's the word, and I stopped stopped at the grotto like by myself, ran, I, I couldn't even, it was like fall or something, was it out of, out of football season, and spent some time there for sure. Nice, nice. 
Love that, Mike. Um, all right, Super Chats. SDS, uh, glad to see you as always. Um, she asks, please give us five positives about the football program this season. All right. I, I mean, I, I can I can, I can, can start, Mike. We'll go, yeah, we'll ping pong, ping pong. All right. Game. How about the freshman receivers, Rico Flores, Jaden Greathouse, and uh, the surprise of the season, Jordan Faison? I, I am feeling good about the future of that position um, in, in large part due to those three young guys, man. They, they've, they've looked fantastic. Um, I, this is lame, but I'm going to piggyback off of that. The running back room is something you should be thrilled about. Yeah. Your turn. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I can keep going. Um, You're good. This is three. Just jump in if something comes to mind. I'm buying you time. Raritan. Yeah. Uh, I think he has all the ability in the world. And he is a, he's just different. And for him to get fully healthy, start to get his mojo back, some of these young guys, Mike, you just want to see them flash. I'm not even looking for consistency. Uh, Drake Bowen, I saw in the chat. Some Drake Bowen, better athlete than I thought he was going to be, and he flashed. Yeah. You got any more that come to mind? How about number four, the amazing play calling of Jared Parker, probably one of the best coaches in the history of football. Um, he's been amazing this year, Mike. I think he's going to be retained for sure. Obviously, guys, I'm joking a little bit. I'm teasing you guys. There's, you know, there's always the coach that's more or less the scapegoat. It was Al Washington all season. No one's talking about Al Washington anymore. Um, but uh, that's that's a side note. Um, but in all seriousness, how about just another opportunity to to get the double digit wins? Um, I know it's kind of a glass half full outlook, but um, at, at, at something, Mike. If you're not going to get to a New Year's Six Bowl, hey man, oh. just there's. At least there's a benchmark. Go get the thing. Yeah. yeah, and I Parker's not going anywhere. And I know you're being saying that tongue in cheek. Parker's not going anywhere. After the Clemson game, it was like inconceivable that he would be retained. But again, folks, this is his first year being like a true play caller. I think that confidence is an issue there. And that in those big games, he tends to tighten up. Um kind of does boneheaded things. It's like a, whether it's a, any player, I mean, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. I don't see him going anywhere. I don't. Um, a fifth one, Singer, real quick, is, and this might be, you know, if you were to rank these, might be number one. Our corners are sick, dude. And that has been, you and I, again, have been doing this. Was this, this will be our third year? It's fourth. Fourth season. We've done yeah, this four 20, years in a row. 2020 COVID year, remember? Unbelievable. No, I don't remember anything, dude. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, honest to God, I don't. Um, but, like, I personally used to feel like when you would play these big games, like, as far as the outside, we had a, we had a little pocket knife, and they had an assault rifle. Like, that's what it felt. It was like, man, we are just walking yeah. the plank. Yeah. And – that has completely shifted. And now it's become arguably a, the strength of the defense. Yeah. So that's a huge positive. Yeah. How about playing that? Was it the 2020? Notre Dame made the playoffs in 2020 as a four seed and played um, Bama 
that COVID year. And it was just like, dude, night and day. I mean, Notre Dame's corners could not do anything in that game. And now it's like, yeah, you could you could stack up. the Like, we're, we're not talking about issues on the edge for Notre Dame defensively anymore. We're just not. Um, and the and the future does look bright with uh, Mickey and Christian Gray. Um, yeah. And then let's just keep going with whatever, dude. We did an hour on the button last year, last week. Like, and this is me sticking up for Freeman and staff. And even Tim has chirped a little bit about recruiting and this and that. It's like, oh, where's all the five stars? It's like, buddy, you know, Sauce Gardner, Sauce Gardner was a nobody coming out of high school. He's one of the best corners in the NFL. Benjamin Morrison was a three-star. One of the best corners in college football. So it's like any of these three-star kids you see, A, please watch the film. You know what I'm saying? Like, watch the film. So who is the new corner we just got? Cree? Is it Cree Thomas? Cree Thomas, yep. I've yet to get to his film, but I see the measurables. I see height, and I'm just like, I'm good with that because they know what they're looking for. Yeah. And Christian Gray, like you said, is kind of like a Benjamin Morrison clone, maybe even yeah. longer. They do look similar. So trust Freeman and his staff to, re- to, to recruit, to work, and then beyond that, to kind of have an eye for talent, regardless of the, of the uh, star ranking. SDS, thank you for the very generous uh, $20 super chat. I, this was from earlier. Jay Carr said, Goolsby so rich from Patreon. He had the Pac-12 network. Goolsby, yeah. I don't know how you had the Pac-12 network. Just dialed up, bro. And make sure you guys check out uh, Goolsby's Patreon. It's in the bio of his Twitter account. Yeah, it's in the bio of my Twitter. But yeah, we're up to 101 paid subscribers, man. All right, nice. big, You know, again, this, this podcast uh, is going to benefit from that because now we actually have like a, an actual studio as opposed to a spare bedroom. I'm stoked for it, man. Me too. But rich is rich is a relevant rel, a relative term. <laughs> uh, and then this was from a little bit earlier. Back Bay just said thank you, Mike. Mike, for your, for all your work this year. Back Bay, we we, we definitely appreciate uh, you know you and others tuning in. Of course, uh, Tyler Fisher, five dollars super chat said Buckner would have been nine and three, would have picked up the fourth and quarterback run against Ohio State. Awesome. I didn't thank, see it. Thank you for the five, Tyler. Enjoy your night, buddy. Uh, BC five dollars super session says bull destination. Who's out? Thanks for all you guys do. I firmly believe Freeman's building something. Um, bull destination seems like Pop Tarts Bowl or Relia Quest Bowl, both are in the Sunshine State. And um, guys like me are just hoping it's LSU for content. Um, but uh, yeah, and then for who's out, I think, yeah, for like who's out of the bowl game, we, we touched on that a little bit earlier. You gotta stay tuned. Yeah, the Pop Tarts Bowl, dude. I mean, just a sidebar. Pop-Tarts are, to me, what Taco Bell is to you. Really? Big Pop-Tart guy. Okay. Give me your flavors. What What? What are you going – what's your – oh. Just keep oh, it simple, dude. Just keep it simple. Just brown some sugar? Strawberry, strawberry, unfrosted, you know. But it's like – Unfrosted. I'm like, I, you know, I'll keep them in the car because you're going to the gym later. Okay. You know, it's just a nice, easy way to carb load. But, I mean, I eat, a, a, I eat way too many Pop-Tarts, dude unfrosted strawberry is that for health just keep it unfrosted uh well dude like i don't want to eat a you know chemical s'more pop tart like i don't want chocolate like i don't want grape no dude like the first pop tart is the best pop tart it was like a strawberry pop tart okay you get what i'm saying like i'm not trying like going back to the taco bell's always got the like taco pizza with like the wet lettuce in there it's like dude just give me a bean burrito you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
for sure. Yeah, brown cinnamon sugar though. That's that's uh that's the best. You can even get it unfrosted, Mike. Um, but anyways, uh, BC appreciates. Um, no, that's what I said. Brown cinnamon. No, no, no. You're not a fan. No, dude, just classic. 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 I this just unlocks so much for me that Mike's just a huge pop tarts guy. Um. So do you always eat them on the go? Do you or do you ever put them in the toaster? Dude, somebody was talking about like you know raspberry, slight like slightly toasted or whatever. God bless my girlfriend. I haven't cooked. I haven't been to the grocery store, like a meaningful grocery store trip in five years. So it's like I to save my life, I couldn't tell you where the toaster even is in the kitchen where it's put away. <laughs> So is this just straight convenience? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't lift my finger. So yeah. Uh, Trey Poole had a very generous $20 super chat. Trey, I if you posted a follow-up comment, something you wanted us to discuss, I missed it. Um, please post it in the chats. I would love to get to that. But otherwise, really appreciate on the generous super chat. And and one from Jay Vitt. Good to see you tonight. He says rolling with Mike and Mike through the offseason. Always exciting to enter an offseason. So many unknowns. And back to the hope of a championship season. Freeman is an upgrade. Prove me wrong. Any thoughts here, Mike? Yeah, I mean. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Football is a traits game. Go with me here, Singer. I'm with you. Like if we're talking about the quarterback position, you know, you want loose hips, you want long arms, you want the ability to play the ball in the air, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is. Like, you know, willing tackler, et cetera, et cetera. Like, and then you're going to develop those traits from there, right? That's why sometimes you'll see the Kansas City Chiefs drafted a defensive tackle from Memphis, Don Tari Poe. He was like 310. He ran like a 479 at the combine and like made no plays in college. Had like one sack. And the guy runs like 48 at three, whatever he was, 320. It's like, give me those traits, and I'm going to develop them. Freeman has the right traits. And it's up to him to kind of develop himself as a coach, as a leader, et cetera. Does that make sense? So if he's an upgrade, he has the right traits. It's just like, so that game day operation is going to kind of tighten up, and that's him developing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, he is not a finished product. Most of the kids he's coaching aren't a finished product. So if I'm looking at him from like a character standpoint, leadership, work ethic, charisma, humility, charm, uh, the coaching will come along. 
because it's like you could be a great X's and O's guys, but be a piece of shit as a human being. And it's like, I'd rather have the former. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Javit, appreciate um, the uh, super chat as always. We got, I, I, I just figured out after four years of doing three year, four year, whatever of doing this, how to find a comment back from someone from an earlier comment. So, um, so I found Trey's comment that go with the super chat. So I'm hyped up about that. Uh, but we're going to hear um, from uh, Augie's uh, locker room. Another longtime sponsor of Blue and Gold. We're very appreciated of Augie's support. Um, it is the destination when you are in South Bend um, to find some one-of-a-kind Notre Dame items. And that's, of course, Augie's locker room. And Augie has moved to a brand-new location. You can see his uh, new spots at 1733 North Ironwood Drive in South Bend. It's right down the street from Notre Dame. So whenever you come in to town, you really need to make sure you stop in Augie's locker room. They have the wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, one-of-a-kind Rockney items, and you can find exclusive Joe Montana signed items and famous sculptor Jerry McKenna's replicas of the brown statues that you find around the stadium. And Augie gets new stuff in all of the time. If Augie doesn't have something in a store, he's going to go find it for you. So visit Augie at 1733 North Ironwood Drive in South Bend and see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. He's got some amazing stuff that you're going to want to check out. Visit AugieslockerRoom.com. Give him a call 574-277-6363. Um, and Mike, you have an update. Did we talk about the update on the Augie's thing last oh, week? Show? The saga continues. Yeah. I got a text back. So just for folks not familiar, real quick, this is pre-NIL, pre-Dove Skincare, pre-Dollar Shave Club. Uh, your boy was broke. Broke is a joke. My other co-captain, I think Ryan Grant might have even went with us. Myself, Ryan Grant, and I know Carlisle was there. Gentleman in South Bend, diehard collector. We sold him some memorabilia, one of those being my jersey. All my other football stuff got stolen during a move. Like the movers ganked my stuff. So I basically have nothing. I have a helmet. I did find some old awards in a bin in the attic. So I'm like, I reached out to Augie, said, hey, can you help me find my jerseys? Like, I know the guy, bada bing, bada boom, we're texting. He texts me back, I found him, sends me a picture of myself and Carlisle's jersey. I just said, let me know what you need from me. There might be a trade going on, Singer. You know, I, I, uh, I borrowed a chair from the stadium from like the team meeting rooms. I, they had these like cool embroidered chairs. I borrowed it. I just haven't given it back yet. And I'm like, maybe we swap the chair for the jersey, whatever. But when I get it, I'll probably wear it on the show. And oh then gosh. I will have it framed. All right. So I'll pop it up on the screen here. So there's the power of Augie's locker room. So you. The power, like I said, so the, the moral of the story is, folks, if you need something, if you've got that, like, dream item, call Augie. It's call like, Augie. If you can't find it, you're SOL. Continue. Sorry, Singer. So 20 years ago, you sold this jersey, and you're, and you're going to get it back. Twenty. So that thing has been in the ether for 20 years, and Augie found it like that. It took 17 minutes. That's insane. We said this last week. Everyone needs to know the guy. Mm -hmm. And and Augie's the guy for this. Like, there's always the guy, right? 
Well, no, and I'm from Chicago, so like I pride myself on having a guy. And if I don't have a guy, I, I know a guy that's got a guy. Yeah. So it's like this is just another arrow in my quiver, dude. I got a guy. I love it. I love it. Cool. Augie's locker room. And that phone number again, folks, is 574-277-6363. Um, don't call them about, you know, your your lawn. Call them about, you know, Notre Dame. He's not going to find that sock that went missing in the dryer. He's not that guy. No, no. But yeah, anything, anything based off of this experience, I'd feel pretty confident. Like anything Notre Dame related, just like you had that one fan, that, that player you were a diehard fan of, whatever is the case, that'd be my first phone call. Um, total side note, I'm just reading the chat. Um, people talk about Mike Elko leaving Duke to become Texas A&M's new head coach. How about if Marcus Freeman didn't get the Notre Dame head coaching job? I I'm pretty sure he would end up at Duke as their head coach. So kind of a I I just remember hearing a lot you know from sources that Duke was really like liking Marcus Freeman as an option. Just kind of a random yeah. note out there. Um, well, it beats them going after Coach Freeman. And yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. No one- we, yeah, 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 we keep uh, we keep crossing paths with Mike Elko. He'll be that Texas A and M program is kind of kind of icky, you know. Like, there's a lot of money being thrown around, a lot of egos involved. I don't know what the culture, like the prior head coaches, are called kind of scummy. I mean, Jimbo Fisher, give me a break. So I think Mike Elko is a good man. Um, and I think it's going to be a huge challenge to kind of rein all this in down there, but the resources are endless, but I think he could be really good for that culture. I do. All right. How about this? I, this super, or sorry, this, uh, this, this tweet I saved from Carter Carell's, he, he screenshotted a part of an article from the athletic, I believe. So this is talking about, uh, Jimbo Fisher and AM. The pursuit of the top ranked 2022 class, which is the highest rated in the modern era became an obsession for Fisher and his staff to the point that Fisher inquired about the 24-7 class calculator and how certain commits would affect AM's ranking. The former AM recruiting staffer said Fisher ignored character questions if the recruits were five-star prospects. That is the antithesis of Notre Dame. So he's saying Fisher wouldn't want to get a commitment from a kid if it would lower their their ranking? Yes, essentially. Yeah. Could that not be more... <laughs> Guys, I mean, I, I'll, I'll just say that's the opposite from Notre. I mean, Notre Dame would like their guys to be ranked higher, of course. Um, it, it, it looks better, but like they don't care. Like Logan Saldate, three star across the board. No one's he's, you know, ranked in the thousands nationally. Well, in the Isaiah Canyon okay. one, Isaiah Canyon was a three star, and then he got and stolen. Then what away. do these guys do? Shoot right up the rankings. Yeah, but I so I've talked about this, and part of that Patreon is to kind of give people a glimpse behind the curtain to some of how the how the uh, sausage is made. Mm-hmm. But it's like I think sometimes fans tend to give Mike fans give coaches too much credit. Like they do boneheaded things. Like this is yeah, they're what human. You, what you just said was stupid. You know, and it's just like you think that these coaches are like scouring film. Like this guy's just going through a he's got an endless NIL bags of cash to throw out, and he's just going through a catalog. Like, I want that kid, I want that kid, and I want that kid. Not even evaluating them, how are they gonna mix in with the team, whatever, whatever. And I mean, that's a guy making 10 million dollars a year. 
it's probably what some you know people that I deal with on our message board and what and our YouTube chats would be like if they were head coach at AM with endless money. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, we love the fans, but I think if the average fan had to make a wish and they got to like sit in Coach Freeman's seat or sit in Coach Parker's seat, you know, for a week, I think their their head would explode. I really do. I think they go home in tears. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh Trey Pool, $20 super chat. Uh, this is an interesting one. He says, thoughts on Parker and Gadouli sharing offensive coordinator next year. Rumor has it that is the likely outcome. Um interesting. I, these are just these are just my thoughts. If if that's what Freeman wants, we sub, I'm gonna support it. Does that mean that Gino's gotta go up in the booth? I don't know. I mean, Gino has been Hartman's personal concierge during the game. I mean, he is, they are hip to hip. They're talking between every single snap. So if you do have an Angelia Minchie, a more uh, less battle-tested quarterback next year, not having that, that personal coach on the field, does that affect their development, right? Yeah. So I'm for it. I dig it. How, what does that look like where Parker takes care of the run game and Gino focuses more on the passing game? I don't know. My big ask would be, and this is probably related or tied into the quarterback competition that we're about to have, is like, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. What are the criteria for the competition? How do you win the competition? Like, what, what are the criteria? What are these kids being assessed on? Uh, but it's also like Freeman, what do you want this offense to look like? And then you give those two guys the homework, like this is what I want. This is what I want this game. This is what I want during the course of the game, the Clemson game. Hey, guys, feed a, a estimate. Like we're, we're within eight points, give it back to them. You know, call down. That's a big, big part of Freeman's job is to direct his underlings to do as he you know wishes, right? Sure. Trey Poole, thank you for so the play call is one thing, the agenda is another. Yeah. Trey, thank you for the uh generous super chats. Um, Jim, ten dollar super chat. He says, uh, Mike, reality check given Notre Dame's protocols and culture. Can we ever truly stockpile the skill position athletes we see at Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Washington, etc.? Um, I think it's difficult. I think it's difficult for whatever reason. Recruiting high academic skill kids, it's difficult. But that being said, we've done it on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, we're, we're finding these corners. I mean, and folks, I'm always going to reference the Nebraska Cornhuskers because I live here. Mm -hmm. Their best, their two best deep threats. I mean, like one kid's Jalen Lloyd, who's like an Olympic qualifier, triple jumper. Like he caught one pass for 64 yards last week. Why? Because the son of a gun can run. And they got another true freshman like Malachi Coleman, who ran 10, 400 meters at like six foot three. So it's like, that's a thing where it's like stockpiling skill positions. I think you can stockpile it. Are we going to stock, try and stockpile four stars high, you know, Cam Williams types? That's difficult. Cam Williams is a bit of an anomaly in all the right ways. Yeah. But I just go back to that receiver position, find kids that can run. 
I don't care what they're, I want track times and GPAs. And then we go from there. Get, how about that on a t-shirt, Mike? Track times and GPAs. I got a list right here, dude. I swear to God. <laughs> I love it. Jim, thank you. I need another sheet. Anyways. Eric, a $5 super chat. He says, I love the show. Is Reese the actual problem? Bama's offense has been looking good lately. Mike, where do you want to go on this one? I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you. Between, I work seven days a week. So between training kids, Saturdays and Sunday mornings, my rest of this time is doing the two podcasts that I do. I don't watch any other college football because I have a regular job outside of that. So I couldn't tell you, man. I watch Notre Dame. I barely get to watch other college football as well, Mike. It's like if Saturday, like if Notre Dame plays at 7 o'clock on Saturday and this is kind of like a day off for me until the game, you think I'm just sitting watching football? Like, no, I'm I'm out on working. I'll send you that link. I got that grant again this year so I can train underserved kids around town. Nice. And then there's – I don't know if you've heard of Boys Town, but Boys Town is like – Asperia, but you could Google it. Google Boys Town Omaha. Okay, but it's like a place for underserved kids. They have a uh, they have a uh, a receiver prospect that's six foot seven, Marcus Gray, and I'm like, I'll train you for free. Come over here, you know. And he's a freak, twenty twenty five kid, has no idea what he's doing. He's playing at this random high school program, but uh, so I'm gonna have my hands full with that. Now, nice. I said I only watch Notre Dame. Over the holidays, my girlfriend's never seen Rudy. Her mother had never seen Rudy. We watched Rudy like Thursday night, or I think it was Thanksgiving night. And it goes back to the scene in the movie. I know you haven't seen it either, you son of a bee. Have you seen Rudy? Come on, Mike. Of course I've seen Rudy. Okay, but you know the scene where he's like, we only watch one team in this house, right? He's like, can you turn on a Purdue game at halftime? He's like, we only watch one team in this house. And it's like, that's how I feel anymore. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Eric, thank you for the super chat. Um, Jay Vitt says, Goolsby were exactly on the same page, and that terrifies me. Now, this super chat was about 20 minutes ago, so I don't know what this exactly entails, but uh, there you go, Mike. Thanks for watching. Jay Vitt. <laughs> thank you very You're much. Too much, dude. <laughs> Crash Davis, $20 super chat, says, love Goolsby's thoughtful, ans- thoughtful answer. Singer's doing a great job of just letting him talk. Love the Sunday shows and hope we get them for years to come. Crash Davis, that is certainly the plan. Thank you for uh, your support. I'm done. I'm done. When we win a national championship, I'm done. That's right. So then hopefully not too long. I'm going to quit this show and Singer's going to shave when that happens. Oh, dude, I meant to shave the other day. I forgot. On air and then we're going to shave on air. You're going to, if Notre Dame wins a national championship, you're going to shave that filthy mustache. And you're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fade to black, dude. I will shave. I'll shave the, the every. I'll, I'll shave my head, dude. Like I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll that'll be amazing. Um, yeah. and I love that it, it's Goolsby's thoughtful answer. Thoughtful answers, and for me, it's just let the man talk. <laughs> it's less singer is a better show. That's what I. Hey, man, it's easy for me. I, I like love it. to talk, dude. I, it's a it's a gift and a curse, man. I have my recruiting show. That that's where I get to to rant a little bit. Um, Tyler Fisher wants everyone to know, don't go to a tran go, don't go to the transfer portal for a quarterback or a kicker. Um, so there you go, folks. Uh, Tyler Fisher, appreciate the $2. Yeah, no, I mean, we're going to do it for a kicker. And Freeman said, 
Freeman said he's gonna we're gonna find one a fourth one in the portal as far as quarterbacks concerned. I'm um I'm gonna save any commentary until we've kind of know more details. But I I just look at the archetype. Is it a, a backup kind of numbers guy, development guy that's there to help foster CJ Carr and these other guys, or is it a would-be starter that's there to air quote compete for the job yeah so it kind of of comes down to the archetype for me cool um so michael says is that the game day ghouls game day jersey ghouls be war from the tennessee game that one that we popped on the screen that would have been they put yeah would have been again yeah i guess it would have been and they um they uh can I, i have a side story yeah please people love these side stories oh i do too go for it so like i had my junior year, my first year starting, and again, I sat out my senior year because I jacked up both my shoulders. And uh, I wanted, like, back then, they had, like, those high-cut jerseys, Singer, like the high-cut ones, like you see, like, the Bosa brothers wearing now. And I was, like, when I went to the combine, I was 249. So I was swole, dude. I was big. And the jersey was so tight that, like, the four and the one were, like, bowed down the middle because the jersey was so tight. Big mistake looking back on. I wish I would have got like a size bigger for the jersey. I think it made me a lesser player. Because, like, you know, it's like you're wearing a, I don't know how to describe it, but it was like there was no movement. Yeah. But it's too tight. Um, but no, that would have been the same jersey. And then they put the, it's got the inside.com bowl patch on it. So I could probably take that patch off if I so choose. But yeah, that'd be it. Yep. So there it is. I absolutely love it, man. No, I'm thrilled to get it. I mean, it means, I mean, especially the other thing is like, I'm not a very sentimental person, but as you get older, and again, this show has kind of made me more sentimental in a lot of ways towards Notre Dame. But uh, yeah, I think it's really important to get it back. So I'm looking forward to it. Michael, thank you for the $5 Super Chats. And then uh, Super Chat here, Singer, are you going to the Notre Dame George Tech game 2024 at Mercedes-Benz? Hell to the yes, I will be. At that game, it's like 25 minutes from my house. Uh, that is a great, great trip for your boy. I'm in the Mercedes Benz all the time, um, you know, for for different stuff. So, absolutely, will catch me at that one. What? Uh, <laughs> I thought the way I heard that, I was like, yeah, I thought I heard you say, "I'm in a Mercedes Benz all the time." I'm like, oh, I wish. Man? No, I am a uh, Atlanta United season ticket holder. So oh. that's the. MLS team in Atlanta. Can so. I guess what kind of car you drive? I've never asked you this before. Go ahead. Jetta, Volkswagen Jetta. <laughs> Damn, no, not a Jetta. Oh, okay. You don't have to tell me. I was just curious. Nah, nah. I rock a Kia, Kia K5. Nice. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's not the it's not the stinger, but uh, you know, I drive a twenty year old Land Cruiser, so <laughs> it's got three hundred seventeen thousand miles on it. Damn. Uh, Trey Poole, I'll see you there, brother. People are saying Prius. Damn. Oh, Singer's not driving a Prius. It's the cats. It's the cat Singer. Singer seems like a Kia guy. Kia's are super underrated. I agree. Oh, it's I agree. a nice car, dude. It's a nice car. Yeah, it's, it, you know. And it, it's a terrible thing to spend money on, Singer. You know this. Vehicle. Yeah. Terrible yeah. thing to spend money on. Yeah, for Anyways, sure. Dude, what else is going on? We got any other super chats? We are caught up, my friends. Um, 
good solid hour. Um, so we will get you on a show or two or, or something in December leading up to bowl game. Well, let's do one with Tim. I definitely. Up. I mean, I probably won't be. Can I get you for signing day? Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. When, and so that's the 20th, right? December 20th? 20th. Yeah, so I'm going to do a recruit breakdown for sure on the Patreon. I think we've already probably talked about these kids on this show, but I'm going to really kind of get in depth to that. I, I really look forward to that. Um, but, yeah, dude, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, let's get you in hide on the, the signing day show, and we'll do some kind of like bowl preview. We'll do another Sunday show before the bowl game, then obviously we'll do a, we'll, we'll do the Sunday show. Or like the day after, you know, depending on when the bowl game is, we'll do like a day after the bowl game show. Uh, I will be in San Antonio probably during the bowl game, but um, we'll, we'll definitely figure something we'll out. We'll be down there for the combine? San Antonio, yeah, for the All-American Bowl. Um, I, oh, will I be there for the combine? I don't think so. Do they do – maybe maybe part of it. We're talking on air. But do they do the combine and then the game? Is that how it's set up? Yeah, the combine's on the Friday and then the game Saturday. Do you know a guy down there in terms of those invites? For the like, combine? Correct. Yeah. I'd like to get that person's guy. Hey, and, and you know what I am sometimes, Mike? I'm the guy. You got a guy. I, I'm the guy for some of the things, you know? Remember, you know, helping um, with the – Give me very stage advice, but I've got – like I said, this year I think I've got two or three kids I'm going to train that legit have a, like, have a legit shot. And that's a fun little carrot to dang, dangle out there. So yeah. I, I'd love to, yeah, get, get get a couple down there. So sounds good, dude. Anyways. I'm the guy. I love it. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put it there. Uh, if you haven't not done so yet on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, folks. Subscribe to the channel, of course, for more content. If you are new here, go to blueandgold.com for more Notre Dame football and recruiting coverage. Um, and uh, we will catch you guys as always next time. Enjoy your night, folks. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in 
West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 